When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Woo! Hey, guys. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Uh, producer Mike. And now we got another Mike. Mike. Another producer Mike. So we have Michael Gangrene Ganger workshopping that <laughs> name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also now have producer Mike from both Twin Cities Live and Minnesota Live. Mike, what's the name of this new uh, position that you have where you oh, combine all the shows? I'm the executive producer of local programming. Because you executive wow. you executive produce Minnesota Live. Yes, correct. And you executive produce Twin Cities Live. That is also correct. And you have time to come up here and to talk to us. I was just talking to my boss and I was like, I gotta go. Oh man. I gotta Bigger go be on Donna on, and yes. Steve. Oh. The the experience, I believe, this is the called, experience. Right? The, yes. the experience. This is my first time over in the the MyTalk dig since you got the remodel. Yeah. What so do you think? It looks like a nice. It's nice. Office, I like right? the fr- the microwave on top of the fridge. That's really nice touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. In the lobby, nice. you walk in and there's a microwave, a really nice microwave from Montgomery Ward, mm-hmm. on top of oh. a fridge. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. Really nice, like a Black Friday get from 1987. It's yeah. real nice over here. But you got nice carpet. We don't have nice carpet over at TV. New carpet. They they yeah. painted the walls, except in here where we spend, how do I say, all of our time. Yeah. In here it looks the same, except for the man wall's gone. Yeah, the man wall's gone. Yeah, they RIP. Took that down. It's yeah. probably an HR violation, probably. It likely was for yeah, about yeah. a decade probably. or so. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Michael Marcotte, among the things that we mentioned, he also is uh, the man behind the website, give me the Mike, M-I-K-E dot com. And he's the local guy about town. He just keeps his finger on the pulse of what's going on in the Twin Cities, particularly this time of year. Mike generally does an exhaustive list of all sorts of different lights, displays, and things that you can do with your family. How many have you tracked down this year, Mike? The, we're at over 100. We're at Holy about 110 man. right now. Yeah. Don't you have people to do this for you? No. You're like a big-time executive it's just producer. Me. I know. Of I local know. programming. So I work all day, and then I go home, and I get emails from people saying, where do I go see lights? And Or I, they say, I have a light display. And oh. then I put it on my website manually. Wow. That's fun that they reach out to you. I, and like, it, hey, it actually is really cool. fun. Yeah. And then it's fun when people share it. And then I'm like, oh, that's really cool. That's I think great. you need a personal assistant, something. I need to hire out. No, yeah, Mike will never yeah. do that. He'll no, never I'm do cheap, that. Yo, I'm a cheapskate. Or are you a control freak? Oh, both. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not because he's cheap, but he likes the control of, he knows oh, how I'm he told, wants I'm, something done. 
And so sure. particularly yeah. on his own website, it's like, uh, it's, I'm going to spend more time explaining right. to you what to put yeah. up, how to total post Total type it. A. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got oh, it. yeah. Total type A. Okay. Donna's taking notes. Total type A. <laughs> type A. Write it down. I'm going to your website. Give me the mic.com. So on that website, like Steve mentioned, yeah, over a hundred different displays. And uh, you can, uh, they have a lot of, uh, of the paid ones that you can go to and see. Uh, the Sam's Christmas Villages of the World. The Miracle mm-hmm. at Big Rock. Glow, I know, is uh, a new one at CHS Field. A lot of people seem to like Glow. I'm hearing some good things about that. Yeah, there's some really good things. There's a new location this year at CHS Field um, in St. Paul. I have not been to Glow in its new location, its new iteration this year. So uh, that one is uh, a a very good spot to go check out. Uh, But the the fun part about this is that there's a lot of free ones. That's I'm listening. You don't have to pay a dime. Mm -hmm. So. on the website, scroll down, Donna. Scroll down. I'm scrolling, okay. I'm scrolling. Scroll, keep going. That one with the big bulb. Ooh, See that? That's, that's yeah. Click that. Click that. Okay. So click. on the website, what I say yeah. where you should start is there's an interactive map of all of Minnesota and Western Wisconsin. Okay. Just give it a second, Donna. Stop right, clicking, sorry, Donna. All right, stop sorry. clicking. Oh, okay. So scroll down. Go past all the sponsor ads. Okay. And what you're going to find is an interactive map. Okay. Yep. Okay. And okay. you can uh, find where you live in the Twin Cities or in greater Minnesota. And then you can click on all of the little dots and then it'll give you turn by turn directions of where to go oh, see lights. That's great. All that's right. Awesome. Yep. And where wow. you should go. Uh, Invergrove Heights is kind of my go to spot. So Do I was you down live there. Over there? I, I live in Egan, Minnesota. Right, That's a personal enough. question, Donna, but thank <laughs> Donna, you for asking come on. on radio. Um, I live in Egan. Invergrove Heights has, uh, I was asked the judge, get this, they have a contest in the city of Invergrove Heights. Oh, do they And really? all the neighbors compete for $100. Thanks for giving Steve a new idea to annoy his neighbors. Oh, with you next should year. do it. Yeah, tell me, tell me, is it all on one street or is it in no. the city of Invergrove Heights? The whole Heights? city competes. That's fun. That's and very so, fun. Uh, they asked me to judge the contest oh my gosh and all they had 26 houses enter so i got into this creeper i got into this creeper white van with (laughs) two people from the parks and rec department and they were very nice colin and carol shout out to them i got into this creeper van and spent three hours in a van with them and we looked at all 26 houses so you were the three judges yes we were what was the criteria that you were basing your Uh, what what did the house look like Mm -hmm. what did the yard look like okay what was the overall effect what if there yes. was music if there was music that did point? play a factor if because okay. then we would turn the the creeper vans radio to the station that the the music was playing on Fun. um and so i believe i'm going to post it on my facebook page when they announce the winners should be any day now because we picked them late last week uh so there's 26 houses that competed in this contest and i have a lot of those on my website also in invergrove heights they have party buses that travel around Invergrove Heights. They oh, pick wow. you up at the bar and they just take you around Invergrove in this like open air bus. Oh my it's God, that so sounds fun. like so much fun. Yeah. Eggnog. Yeah, and we saw limos Figgy going around pudding. Invergrove Heights just, just on a Thursday night. Really? Yeah. so fun. That so, is yeah. something. By the way, the interactive um, map is really cool too. Uh, again, if you go to give me the mic, M-I-K-E, dot com, and then uh, you can click on the, the, the light displays, and then you go down, and I'm on this map, and you're right, Mike, like when you just click on these little pinged locations of where these are, so you scroll, or you zoom in, you find one in your neighborhood, and then I love the little details on the side, so like I just clicked on one in Chaska, 
And then it uh, even tells you, like, the display. It's called Christmas on Savannah. It gives you the address to oh, that's it. that's a good one. How many lights there are, when it starts, when it finishes, what time of day they have their lights on. You all do that. this Great. all by yourself? I do this, this all by thing? myself. Oh, um, uh, breaking news. Kelly Hansen mm. from Twin Cities Live will be my assistant for a price. Oh. She just texted. Oh, well, She that's... will be my assistant for a price. Thank you, Kelly. Listen. <laughs> I, give her an hourly rate, you know? I, I will make negotiations with her. Just give her one flat fee. Um, hey, scroll up to Blaine. Blaine. Go to Blaine. Go to, go down to the part where, like, you see the photos. Don't go on the map anymore. So oh. keep scrolling down. So the nice part about this map is, or the guide oh, cool, itself, yeah. is that there's photos. So all of the homeowners need to submit a photo of their display because you don't want to drive up to someone's cruddy display with, totally. like, a thousand lights that they got at Menards. Yeah, right. Right? Oh, the worst. Wow. Right? So. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, they no. They need to go big for you. Yeah, right. You want to. You, if you're going to drive down the Albert Lee, you want to see some nice lights, right, Donna? Yes. Right. You're Thank right. you. I'm Amen. Sorry, okay. Up. So I want you to go to. I'm going to point out Whoa. a couple of displays that you really got to check out. Did you find it, Stephen? Colada. Yeah, Colada. Okay, Holy Colada Christmas light display. Yeah, there it is, Donna. Oh okay. my god. This one's on Midway Street, Northeast in Blaine. It is incredible. Thirty thousand lights. Aaron. Uh, yeah, Aaron Colada <laughs> is incredible. It is not set to music, but it, you gotta go view this photo. It's also on my Facebook page and my Instagram. Give me the mic. Uh, and cool. it's up through January 2nd. It's on seven nights a week. Uh, and they're collecting donations for Union Gospel Mission. Oh, that's so cool. And that's not a, uh, that one doesn't look like a, a, a display where it's set to music. That no. looks like it's just a static display, which mm-hmm. for me, that's actually my preference. I saw the ones with the Tune Your Radio Station and all that. I've Those been there, fun. done that, and it's yeah. fun. The kids dig it. But I like to just see, like, what have you done to your house and this is crazy well, looking and the cool part is well first of all they took a great photo from the sky yes, with the drone sure but they did the roof they did the roof. i yeah. think that makes a big difference totally agree with you there uh, although there is a candy cane on 96th and bloomington oh yeah candy cane yeah very just very beautiful yet subtle you classy. like the classic cla- christmas it's, yes it's just very Elegant yet simple. By mm-hmm. comparison, that's got ten thousand lights in its total display versus the one that we were just talking about up in Blaine. Right. The Colada display, which has thirty thousand. Dang. Yeah. So there's and, the, and you also get a lot of LED shows, and a lot of those are obviously set to music. And when we were driving around Invergrove Heights the other night, we were talking about how long it must take these homeowners to a put up the lights because right. I can barely put up one strand of lights. Oh, I can barely go to Home Depot it. and buy one of those planters and put it in my front stoop. I agree. I'm with you. And then also they have to program those lights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder and if we have a lot of like engineers. And then you have to bring them down. And then after oh, you bring gosh. them down, you've got to store them. Like I dealt with three I, I took three hundred lights. And uh, lit a tree. If anyone wants to come by and chat, it's pretty incredible. Uh but three hundred and there I was like untangling them and like, oh, oh son of a gun. If you're dealing with 30,000 lights, how do you put them away so that it's not a total pain in the neck the next time you I go? don't know. You're going to find a hack on TikTok, I'm sure. Right. This is in your neighborhood That's on Arboretum the, Yeah, the Arboretum at the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum. Beautiful. They're doing their winter lights. And the fun part about that display, Donna, is that they do theme nights. Oh. So they have like a date night yes. coming up. They have a photographer's night. So they, they ban children, I believe. And they oh. say, hey, if you just want to come and bring your fancy camera, you can come and take pictures. They also have a New Year's Eve. Eve bash this year, I believe. Oh my God. And uh, they have like a countdown the clock to 10 o'clock 
Let me just tell you how sad my life continues, and then to we have 10 to go. Why late. are they only counting to 10? No, I don't know. All right. Come on, people All right, asleep, Steve, why are you so sad? Um, I still <laughs> have not been to the Arboretum. Oh, my God. I live like here for nine years. And there's lots of trees there. You would love it. They love trees. I know you do. every tree, what kind of weather they thrive in, everything. every time the Arboretum hears me say publicly that I still haven't been, they send me an email, and they're like, seriously, tell us what I know. They're fantastic. They'll invite you, the whole family. They have, and I and I'm Meaning to go, and I just haven't. We gotta I don't go. Know. Speaking um, of going. Multiple people have offered to be my assistant. You can send um, your bids to yes, Marcotte at KSCP.com. Send your rates, everybody. Uh, he's Mike Marcotte. Go Thank see the you, full Mike. holiday lights You're display, welcome. the map, all of it. Give me the Mike, M-I-K-E, dot com. Uh, and you can uh, watch Twin Cities Live, which he executive produces today at 3 in Minnesota Live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Unbelievable. Uh, when we come back, more stuff. That's yeah. next. Mm, wait, doctor. Oh, wait. No, that's not next. That's not? No. Where are we? I it don't doesn't know. matter. All right. What Goodbye. they tell you in broadcasting is always make your teases as unspecific as possible. <laughs> We're coming back with stuff. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. What's up, Steve? Woo. As I was saying, uh, now Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, that's a place in and around my neighborhood that I've been to plenty, uh, and you should too. I mean, if it's been a while since you've been to Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, what are you waiting on? You can go there. Here's what I love about it. Among many things, it's really a stress-free night out. You go, you park. Parking is a total breeze. And by the way, it's free as well. So you do that, uh, and then you get dinner right there at your table. You get dessert that comes to you. During intermission, they got a refill of wine, stuff like that. I mean, it's a really great night. Footloose is on the main stage. It's only going to be on the main stage for a few more weeks, so get in while you can. In addition to that, a concert series all year long that right now tends to be holiday-focused, so a bunch of different holiday concerts. Our buddy Kat Perkins, who my talkers know and love, she's going to be performing there. Get your taste at ChanHassonDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Where talk is fun. Just wanted to finish talking about our appearance on Friday. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. At Southern Lights. I have to remember to take pictures. I got to write that down. Take pics of let, kitchen. Let me give folks the, uh, the, the, the hard and fast details, and then you talk about some of the accoutrement, okay? Okay. It's a, all part of our 15th annual Santa project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities. You can bring a toy or a gift to Southern Lights in Burnsville during the Don and Steve experience, which is taking place this Friday, December 16th, just a few days away. You can also drop off any time during the Santa Project promotion at Southern Lights. And my talk will get those toys to kids and families at the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. Alexis Thompson is also going to be out there, um, as well as Santa and Mrs. Claus. More on that in a moment from 10 a.m. until noon during the broadcast. More details on a full broadcast schedule at mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Yes, they'll be um, Santa and Mrs. Claus, like you said, will be on site taking uh, Christmas wishes and holiday photos. And then um, Barbette, which is in Uptown, is donating snacks and um, holiday party charcuterie boards. Um, Better at that. Thank you. Char. Not char. I think it's charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. Um, apparently, those are a work of art. And Popped Corn, uh, who we love, is providing some delicious treat bags. So what we would really love is for you to come out with a donation. We want to collect as many toys. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Is as possible for the kids and the families at the Ronald McDonald House. So yeah. that would be really great. All right. Do we have a study? I have a story. Okay. What's your story? I want to tell you about... Um, a document, a docu series that I started watching last night that I would recommend children of the '80s and '90s should watch. Okay, you heard about it? It's called Pepsi. Where's my jet? Yes, almost started it yesterday. So I decided to late last night, and me likey me two episodes in. Here's what it goes back to. I believe the year was 1996, 95 or 96. Okay, Pepsi was in the middle of the cola wars with Coke. They were really going back and forth, trying to get market share. Pepsi was signing big-name athletes like Deion Sanders to Shaquille O'Neal to drink Pepsi. I remember watching some of these commercials, and I just grew up as a product of the Pepsi commercials, and I drank Pepsi, and I liked Pepsi more. And I didn't switch to Coke until I was an adult. Pepsi just seemed so cool. Even Ray Charles used to do the Diet Pepsi commercials. You got the right one, baby. I was like, yeah. I was right. definitely more of a Coke person. That's not surprising. Anyway, they go, and uh, at one point they were like, we need something splashy, a big ad. So they come out with Pepsi points. And similar to any, like, Marlboro Miles. I know my dad used to collect Marlboro Miles, and we were like, what can we get from the cigarette brochure? <laughs> And Pepsi said, what if we did this? So there's this commercial that they come up with where a kid is in a Pepsi shirt. And then on the bottom of the screen, you hear like, and it's all the typeface coming out. And then it says Pepsi t-shirt, 70 points. And then Pepsi sunglasses. And it's saying it. And then it ends. They thought we need to end this on a bang. At the end, these kids are in school. And that same kid that we've been following through the commercial uh, sh- sort of like cloud comes over these kids. Wind starts blowing in through the open windows at the school. Papers are blowing everywhere. And then it lands and it says, Harrier Jet, 7 million Pepsi points. Wow. There was no fine print. There because was no, there nobody was, no disclaimer. was ever going to get 7 million points, surely. And then one person was watching it and thought, wait a minute, how much does a Harrier Jet cost? Like thirty-two million dollars. How much would how much Pepsi would I have to buy to get seven million points? The story, the docu series, goes into the adventures of one guy turned two guys turned two guys and a lawyer who see if there is a way to a get seven million Pepsi points and then b actually hold Pepsi to it. 
so that they have to provide him with a Harrier jet. It's I think it's a four-episode docuseries. Again, I'm halfway through. Episode one, 34 minutes. Episode two, about 38 minutes. Very enjoyable. And I tell you what, you're hearing from this guy in Pepsi who's like, of course this is a joke. Like, it's a Harrier jet. No, we're going to not offer And I thought, no, 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 no. I am totally on the side of the people, not Pepsi so far in this. Okay. And if you put up on the screen, because they're putting it there, and you know you're marketing it to kids, and so even if you know no one's going to get 7 million points, you know that just the thought of that in the back of some kid's head is like, Mom, we got to get Pepsi. You can get that Harrier jet. <laughs> and it sounds silly, of but course. then what if somebody says, we're going to hold you to that, and if you don't give it to us, that's false advertising. No disclaimer at all. They were showing it to lawyers, and the lawyers were like, show me that again. They played it for him. Rewind it. Show me that again. A lot of people watching the commercial as this guy tries to get people in his corner, and the people that he's reaching out to are like, wait a minute, rewind that commercial one more time. Looking all over the screen for a disclaimer, a legal disclaimer. Nothing. So then they pursue it. And the docuseries is all about, will he get his Harrier jet if he gets enough Pepsi points? How far are you into it? Two episodes into four. Okay. They find some workarounds. They find a really glaring mistake on Pepsi's part as to how you can get all the points that you need. It's a well done. It's 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 a well done Dutch series, uh, and it's nostalgic for you '90s babies and '80s babies. Okay, you'll love it. Pepsi, where's my jet? It's on Netflix. Uh, Rock o'clock next. Well, that was fast. Hey everyone, why that? Oh, that's fun. Remember when people used to do that? From the Budweiser commercials. Yeah, there were commercials. Yeah, the, the guy would call the other guy and he'd be like, what that? And then the other guy would pick up and he'd be like, what that? And then a third guy would come in. And, they'd they would, like, and they would split the screen so that you understood. That was so funny. You're hearing from different people and stuff. <laughs> you know what? That's, that, that sound right there reminds me of the Budweiser frogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember the first time you saw the Budweiser frogs ad and it, you realized they were saying, you didn't realize until they finally set it all together that it was going to be Budweiser. Because it was Bud. But Rocco, could you... Hey, welcome in, ladies yeah, no, and gentlemen. Rocco, hey, no, leave him alone. I wanted him to hey. find the original Frog Budweiser commercial. No, leave him alone, man. We can still make him work when he's in but, here. Yeah, he's already done a lot of work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. How's everything sounding? You know, oh, uh, everything you've done sounds amazing. And we thank yeah. you. We um, like these uh, new intros welcoming us back to the Don and Steve show. That's very great. funny. I did that for you. They're fun. They're fresh. They um, just feel good. Yeah. I did find this. Let's just, why not? I mean, because the, the thing I've prepared for you today is only like a minute 49. Oh, so. great. We've got all the time yeah, in the world. Let's, then. Do, let's see him. Here we go. Good. Nice. Good. Good. Nice. Good. Good. Nice. Nineteen ninety-five. Who were 90, the stoners who came up with that idea? I, I know. And then it got greenlit. Listen, I'll tell you what. Whoever those stoners were, the people who came up with Puppy Monkey Baby said, "Hold my beer." Because oh, yeah. about what five years ago, remember Puppy Monkey yes. Baby? That was for I think Mountain Dew Code Red, and it was you know they were making fun of the fact that in a Super Bowl commercial, it's like either put puppies in it. Uh, babies in it or monkeys in it. Mm-hmm. And then they came up with a, a creature that was part monkey, part baby, part <laughs> puppy. 
And it came with this sweet song called Puppy Monkey Baby. I love that song. Oh, Man, my God. I might just chill tonight. Puppy Monkey Baby. <laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby. Gets a rattle. Starts shaking it. Puppy oh. Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy. Lick. Monkey. Lick. Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. That's my kind of commercial. Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. I said Puppy Monkey Baby so many times in the two months after that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I love Puppy Monkey Baby. I'd like to see Puppy Monkey Baby make a comeback. I would like not that. <laughs> what have been your favorite Super Bowl commercials? I mean... I love the ones with the Clydesdale horses yeah. and the dog friend. Yeah. You know, they're like, baby buddy booze. Oh, jeez. What have I come back to? <laughs> Rocco, we are here, and we uh, are waiting for you to come up with your full intro for yeah, Rocco. Really? Do you need us to participate in that so it's not you introducing you? Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been trying to maybe think about, you know, one, two, three o'clock, four, you know, like rock. Go clock. Yeah. But I haven't quite got it. And I yet. keep going back to, and I know it's probably not going to get greenlit, uh, but the we created a monster. And right. nobody wants to see Rock no more. Than we one. created a lobster. We created a lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Although lobsters, have you been following the headlines? There's a lot of anti lobster headlines right now. There are? Yeah, no. I think I sent you one. Are they Thanks mad at listening. lobsters or people eating lobsters? I think they're mad at lobster fishermen for oh, no. setting traps that kill whales or something. Oh, like that. I would be mad oh. too. Oh. Save the whales, Donna. Bro, you're part of the problem. Okay, well, here's what I've brought to you today. Because remember when I played this? That was actually, I didn't mean to play that, but you guys started getting weird. That (laughs) is a beatbox by none other than Robbie Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Did I know that? Yes, you absolutely knew that. Okay. That was from a song he did called What It's Like. Oh, yeah. Having a roni. That's right. Long before coronavirus, some say he's the Nostradamus of Caucasian hip hop. Yes, he predicted the roni. Um, anyways, <laughs> I've brought to you episode two of Backstage Butt Doctor. This makes me uncomfortable. This, Why? Uh, this I don't episode know. is going to take us back to um, October 26th, 1990. Mm. Uh, I interviewed my dad recently. My dad, a retired um, colon rectal surgeon, mm. Um, he was backstage uh, for a lot of rock concerts in the l- mid to late 80s. Post or pre-surgery? Like, it was like his... Uh, I just want to know if he was going there, you know, smoking a doobs, then going, oh, I got to get to surgery. Okay. Oh, First no. of all, okay. my dad <laughs> never smoked a doob as far as I know. Okay. And then secondly, like this it was like... like he did, uh, my dad was kind of married to his work. Like, he, you know, like uh, just working all day, cleaning up people's, uh, you know, colon cancer and stuff wow, wasn't okay. enough for him wow. he was like yeah, was there anything i can do at night you know and the, and the people at the assembly hall at in champaign illinois said yeah we need a doctor uh to be backstage for these concerts in case anything goes bad it's He's like, like a school nurse up. or an ambulance at right. the festival okay you know meanwhile all his children are at home crying for their father <laughs> We'll get to that story later, perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, he ended up meeting and taking care of a lot of uh, interesting rock stars and hip-hop stars and all sorts of people. Uh, 
in those times, and I decided to interview him about them yeah. and turn it into a segment on the Donna and Steve experience, and we call that experience Backstage Butt Doctor. Backstage Butt Doctor, your stories please. Backstage Butt Doctor, from the mid-80s. Vanilla Ice versus MC Hammer, your thoughts? You can't touch this. I was called in to take care of somebody, I can't remember, one of the back musicians, and Vanilla Ice opened for MC Hammer. But at the time, the number one song in the country was Ice Ice Baby. So I heard background that they didn't like each other. Let's kick it! And they were angry with each other because Vanilla Ice was opening for MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice had the number one song in the country. So he thought that MC Hammer should be opening for him. So Vanilla Ice comes off the stage and he's walking down the hallway and MC Hammer is coming down the hallway the other way mm. to get on stage and I back up into this into this doorway because I'm these two guys are taking these these guys with all their guards are taking up the entire hallway and I back up and MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice go past each other right in front of me and they just stared at each other with <laughs> daggers wow. Uh, and then walk by. No man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother. And no, no words were said. Nothing was said. They just stared at each other and passed by the, the night. Wow. I thought it was interesting. I, that okay. is interesting. Uh, why would they be on the same ticket? Well, because they are, you know, the same, same record genre. company. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Why not? Because Vanilla Ice was coming up at that time. So imagine Vanilla Ice probably gets booked to open. And then at some point during that or right around, his song goes, number one, becomes a runaway hit. Right. And which then, you know, I'm sure feeds the ego of one Vanilla Ice and probably rankles the hammer pants of one MC. (laughs) That's cool. So the backstage butt doctor, here's what I like, especially from a legal standpoint. Um, So they all won't be uh, medical in nature. Yeah, I don't really know that he has very many stories of like, oh, I, I, you know, Bruce Springsteen was near death and I gave him a shot of vitamins and he came back. I don't think there's going to be a lot of stories like that. These are what he was privy to while uh, allowed backstage access due to the fact that he was a world renowned doctor of butts. (laughs) Okay, that's great. Did he practice here in town? No, he was down in Champaign, Illinois. I see. Um. Yeah, my dad, you know, he, he lived out of state, you know, I wasn't like some doctor's rich kid thing. And that's what everybody's thinking. Uh, my mom was remarried at one point, yeah. Oh. Otherwise, it was mostly, I was, I, the first, Raised by a single mom, do, mostly? Yeah. Do you want to know, do you want to know the DJ Rock Lobster backstory? Yeah, Everybody absolutely. wants to. Because I think when you hear, hey, your dad was a colorectal surgeon, you must have lived a life of privilege. I did that's okay. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I did okay. But when my parents, my parents got divorced when he was like still in medical school. Oh, wow. And so my mom never really chased, uh, you know, after that doctor money, like, you know, maybe she should have. She was a proud lady. Yeah. Um, You know, so I got some, you know, my dad took care of me at things, but I I did not grow up 
you know, the son of backstage bot doctor. Got it. Did you go to Illinois every summer? Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. We'd go With see your him, you know. brother? I have one sister here in town. Okay. And then my dad uh, has had uh, three marriages with uh, maybe uh, two, five, six kids. Wow. So there's like eight Modern of us. Modern family. Yeah. And the good thing is we all get along. It's fun. We yeah. all love the backstage butt doctor. He take, he does a, he does well by us, even <laughs> though he was constantly working. Seriously, like that. This oh is, yeah, this is the story of his life. He you know well, he to pay off those medical loans and so, pay yeah. off for like eight kids to go right. to college and stuff. Yeah, wonder what a colon rectal surgeon makes. Have you ever asked? You don't have to tell me, Rocco. But no. you don't have to tell me the number. But have you ever had your parent either tell you how much they're making? I think I've. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I think one, I don't think I ever really asked my dad, but I think one time I did see a paycheck, like we were on our way to the bank or something, and I was like, oh, wow, that's... All right, that's so about, about 200 grand a year. Yeah. Eventually, once you're, you know... You got medical bills and stuff, you got ex-wives to pay off. I did not live in the lap of luxury like you guys all think. Stop they're it. the highest earning doctors in the U.S. Oh, no, I'm sorry, they're not. Orthopedics guys are. <laughs> Shout Thanks, out to Donna. Trio. Nice. Oh, thank you. I do still think for this, I like the backstage butt doctor, but didn't we talk about at one point doing a, the only boy who could ever reach me was a son of a butt doctor. Okay. Yeah. Let's work on that. I feel like there's something <clears throat> there too. I like it. Um, and I'm going to see him for Christmas uh, this year and I'm going to just come back with more stories. Oh yeah. Can you ask your dad um, I mean, you you can pick any kind of specialty, right? Right. What Wide was bus. it about the Anuncio that made him go? <laughs> yes, that's where I want to be. Right. I think I did ask. Him Is that it once, like interest? Is it a scientific thing? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I'll have to ask him. Maybe he thought that was his path to finding a job. You know, like there's not a lot of people doing this. Let me do this. Okay. Interesting. Yes, Steve wants to say something off the air. Please hold. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I'll be right here talking. Um, are you guys uh, looking forward to uh, the radio play, It's a Wonderful Life? That'll be this Saturday and this Friday, right? Oh, You know what, Clopsilla? Um, yes. We are, um, and I've got some details for it. It's, get, it's going to benefit Spare Key. I love Spare Key. You can get your tickets to performances December 1st through the 23rd at St. Paul Hotel in the Promenade Ballroom. Enjoy a three-course luncheon for afternoon Yum. performances and a three-course dinner for evening performances. By the way, the food there is amazing. Catch a special performance on Friday, December 16th, just a few days away in person, or you can hear it aired live on my talk at 7 p.m. This presented by Highway Credit Union. It's a wonderful life. A live radio play is celebrating its 16th season at the St. Paul Hotel. Book your seats now online or at stpaulhotel.com. Thank you. Well, this concludes Rock O'Clock. It was super fun. It was super good to eat lobster bisque with you guys yesterday. Oh, my God. That's so good. Wow. That thing was hitting the spot for me yesterday. Rocco will join us tomorrow at 1130 for the... Uh, Typical Wednesday shenanigans, which are the Millennial X games. That's true. And then Friday's locked in. It is a uh, slow jam. I There's a good chance I will come join you guys out at Southern Lights. Oh, for the yeah, bring it, bro. Yes. Let's hey, look at on, lights together. And on Thursday, can you please moderate a Throwback Thursday music trivia? That's what I was just going to ask. Is that what you guys want to do? I just want to see what it's like. Sure. Okay. What's your problem, Donna? Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I love you both.
I gotta go. I gotta go. No, Rocco, you go. We'll yeah, stay. You go, no, we'll I gotta stay. do a commercial for Crescent Tide. All right, All right you do your commercial for Crescent Tide. Uh, when we come back, we've got the final stretch of the show. I'm in the right place, right? Yes. That's okay. Um, Steve has predictions on how we're going to entertain ourselves in ten years. Stick around for that and more. Up next. Where talk is. I'm working on nicknames for Mike. Welcome back to the Donna and yeah. Steve show. Uh, I, I think we need to pivot. And yeah, okay, that's I think fine. maybe. I got you. But his last name, and he's here, so we can talk about him. Yeah. Um, his last name is Ganger. And, you know, I think objectively we all know that that is a bad last name. Oh, horrible. Um, wow. You know, when the, when the root is gang... Wow. You see, you're a very word association kind of guy. You just hear like a sound, like the last name is like just like a, yeah, a sound. Yeah, I mean, unless your last name was like Butthole, I'm not going to be Donna like... Valentine. But. <laughs> what is your problem? But like, you're, you, you play word association a lot. But this one isn't too... You don't have to stretch to start playing that game. It's ganger. Yeah. Gang. Is it... G- ganger. ganger, yeah, ganger. Just basically do the G twice, yeah. Oh, ganger. Oh, that's twice. a nice. So it's that's not only worse, it's yeah. annoying to yeah, say it too, because if we got to pronounce that second G, yeah, it's a whole it's thing. More work. That'd be like me making people pronounce the second T. All right, I got I got some ideas. Okay. All right. Did you shift off of gang and go to Mike? Yes, I went to Mike. Okay, I just want to explore both of those. We could do Mike on the Mike. Mm-hmm. We could do Iron Mike. Like that, I All think right. that's fun. I'll ask uh, yeah. that one. Right. Uh, Big Mac. Instead, okay, instead of Big Mike, so you're that's a that'd be a full name switch, which we've done before. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tiny Mike. Tiny Mike, sure. Be ironic, yeah. Ironic. He's six three. Uh, Mighty Mike. I don't know why I don't like that, but I don't like that. That feels it's close to like Mighty Mouse. He's a humble guy too. You know, Mighty feels like it wouldn't. Fit. Psycho Mike. I'm interested in that one. Because <laughs> that feels like it's got some teeth from the 80s, you know? Hey, Psycho Mike in the mornings. All right, all right. We'll just, we'll keep thinking about it. If anyone has any suggestions, please email the show, Donna and Steve's show, at mytalk1071.com. Carrie just called in and said doppelganger, which, you know, because that's the oh, only other time I've ever heard my name before. Is yes. That phrase. All right, that's helpful. Um, DJ Doppelganger. <laughs> okay. Mm, all right, there might be something there. But I'd have to look like somebody else, though. I don't... I, I think that's the weird thing about it, oh, is okay. you don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or just DJ Doppel. He's Mike Ganger, DJ Doppel. I like Di- Doppelganger. I do. Well, how about... That's a lot, though. DJ, do you, how do you feel just about DJ Doppel? Mm, is there some kind of weather thing we could do with it? Like Doppel Doppelradar? Radar? Doppelganger Radar. Well, I think we're already played off of Doppel. Ganger. Okay, okay. By the we'll, way, is we'll the weather getting it. bad today? It's yes. not going to be awesome. Um, Slushy, slippery. Yeah. Although, the, the ride home, right about this time, in about, you know, within the next half hour, I believe it's supposed to no, have but a mix. I think it's going to be okay, though, and here's why. I think our temperatures are going to stay above freezing this which afternoon. Which is great. Which is huge because there is a threat of some, uh, some uh, freezing rain, but I feel like that's sort of, we're getting out of that a little bit. It, now, we could get snow still. But I feel like we might be okay here, guys. I definitely trust you over Ken Barlow. So. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Wow. Wow. Them is fighting words. No, he's making fun of me, Donna. Okay. Don't you get it? Okay, it's irony. Yeah, it's from uh, Iron Mike. Iron Mike. Irony Mike. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. Um, Should we do it? I No, I just... It is today Wednesday. We know it's for lunch, and we know what the soup is. No, still, we can call. The soup sucks. Nobody wants chili every Wednesday. That's just lazy. You know what? I hope our boss isn't listening. Let's just call the soup, because my story... I found this article about, essentially, what is tech going to look like in 10 years? Okay. But... I was stretching because at that point I thought we were thin on content because I didn't realize that you were prepping in the right day and I was prepping in the wrong day. Yeah, we don't care. We're Who cares? Go to the we got phones. phones. All right, let's take the calls. Uh, <laughs> take one. Uh, we don't care. Hi there, Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve Experience. Who just called into the radio station? Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Connecticut. Can you hear us? We hear you there. Is this a cry for help? Who's there? Son of a we'll guy. Try the other one. Try the other one. Hi there. Uh, Guten Tag, you are now on the Donna and Steve experience. Who just called into the station? Uh, who's, is this Mike? This is Big Stevie Boy now. How are you? Oh, this is Stevie Boy. Hi. Okay. So I was just going to tell you, I'm in Blaine, and I, just, I was at the Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And walking into the Barnes & Noble, Noble, I was pelted with ice drops. Oh. Uh, so, okay. So this is a live listener weather report. It all melted. So. Okay. That, maybe that's it. Maybe that's all we're getting. I don't know. So okay, thank a you. A listener who just called in from Blaine, who just, to, we like to be as specific as possible with our weather reports, too. <laughs> uh, if you're near the Barnes and Noble in Blaine, you could get pelted in the face with ice. Yeah, be careful. Your car could get dense. Thank you, listener. That was nice. I like it when people call in. <laughs> ice to the west, snow to the north, and a wintry mix over the metro by this afternoon. Thank you. Hmm. Dr. Fauci's here, everybody. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, Fauci doesn't do reading. weather. Sorry. That's fine. Um, I get the bit. This Friday, we're going to be at Southern Lights in Burnsville. We hope that you come out and hang with us, part of uh, the Santa Project. Also want to let you know that Lori and Julia are going to be at Creative Hair Design in Roseville on Thursday, December 15th, in just two days. And you can stop by and watch their show. You can get a chance to meet them, drop off a toy or a gift that will head over to the families at Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. You can also drop toys at Creative Hair Designs Hastings location. But Low J will be at the Roseville location. All of the details, all of the info, easily found at mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. That sounds like a really cool place, by the way. Let's just call real quick so the Brian can confirm his show. Hey, no, today's Tuesday. Oh, crap. We got to call him. <laughs> we got to call him. Not like the affirmation. Just dial him. Who cares? Thank you, Del. No Sorry. intro needed. I'm like, it's So Wednesday. wait, we just had a listener who yeah, updated Del, us. Del and you like, already crapped all over the... Isn't today Tuesday? All right. Cafeteria. It's Brian. Hey, B. We thought it was Wednesday, which was going to be chilly, and we were wrong. It's Tuesday. What's the soup? Uh, we got a tomato bisque today. <gasps> okay. You got grilled cheese, too? Or what's going on down there? Uh, Mediterranean chicken. Yeah. Okay, so Ooh, the tomato really bisque kind of healthy. Is that healthy-ish for me? I mean, it's got a little cream in it, but you're all right. All right, fine. Only a 1,000 calories a cup. Donna. What? Sorry, Brian. Brian, why are you trying to make everyone fat? <laughs> well, you know, there is a salad bar. Whoa, <laughs> hey, no, all okay. Right. And the Mediterranean it. chicken isn't bad for yes, you. Yes, right. we're going to have that. All right, we love you. Bye. Bye, Bye. now. Bye.
Wow. He just told you to go to the salad bar. He was like, hey, fatty. Hey! Go over to the salad bar and make yourself some lettuce. Did you say roll over? I don't know. We need to go. Donna's kind of at the point where we could get sued soon. We'll be back tomorrow, maybe.